Insiders, an ASA Media podcast covering the topics that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm Executive Editor Sarah Lavendusky, and today I'm joined by Ellen Overcast, Vacation Specialist at Main Street Getaways, a Dream Vacations franchise in Kutztown, Pennsylvania, and Dr. Jan Louise Jones, Professor of Hospitality and Tourism at the University of New Haven's Pompeii College of Business. Today we're going to talk about the state of the long-suffering travel and hospitality industry, which has been experiencing a lot of lingering challenges these past couple of years. So I thank you both for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, happy to be here. Thank you. So I wrote an update earlier this spring that actually you both contributed to, and it was the state of the travel industry in 2022 and how business travel was doing specifically, because our industry has traditionally been very, very travel heavy with shows and visiting clients and, you know, checking out new products. And it's also a major industry for our companies to sell into. Um, and at the time, our company surveyed people in our industry and found that the majority were very excited to get back out there. Companies had lifted much of their travel prohibitions as far as COVID was concerned, but there was a slew of problems. There were the delays and cancellations of flights. There were staff shortages everywhere. There were these varying testing requirements and nobody could get, you know, keep straight. They changed every day, it seemed. And the costs associated with those testings, there were um, the geopolitical uncertainty with Russia and Ukraine, the energy price hikes, the threats of a new virus variant. And honestly, based on reports I'm seeing, things haven't changed very much, you know, <laughs> three or four months later. And yet the lines at the airports are full of hundreds of people. So people are traveling. We just had our big trade show at ASI in Chicago. Um, people want to get on, you know, it's summer. So this is the time to take vacation. So even if it's a pain in the neck, after two years, they really want to get back out there. So Ellen, I wanted to start with you because, you know, every day you're you're on calls and, 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 and emailing clients back and forth about travel and, and what to expect. Sure. What are your clients right now contending with at airports? Let's start with that because that's kind of the first leg of the journey, right? Sure. Um, what have they shared with you about their experience in recent weeks? Maybe what have you experienced on your recent trips? And what are you warning upcoming travelers about? And does the experience vary at all based on and region or country? Or is it really kind of like uh, across the board, It's it's been a challenge? It's, it seems like it's across the board that it's been a challenge. There's been a lot of um, airline delays and cancellations um, at the at the airports. What, what's happening is the airlines are still experiencing staff shortages, pilots, um, ground crew, mm -hmm. and um, attendants on the planes. So what I recommend, I, I personally have had a couple of experiences recently, uh, as many of my clients have, with delays and cancellations. So what I recommend to my clients right now is if they can travel a day earlier than they need to be somewhere, absolutely, that's the best way to do it. Best chances of getting where you need to be on time, especially if it's for an event such as a wedding or a business, a business meeting, that it's important that they get there. Um, if that can't be, if they can't do that, then I recommend leaving as early in the morning as possible. Um, because the, as the day goes on, pilots time out. So if they have staff shortages and pilots, someone calls in or they can't make it, um, odds are you're not going to get to where you're going. So best to leave as early as possible in the morning. Um, and, and just leave as much room in, in between. Um, I also recommend possibly, if at all possible, to do direct flights because what's mm -hmm. happening quite often happened to myself and uh, it, was, it was unavoidable. I had to do a connection and that I didn't make my connection because my first flight was, was delayed. So yeah, I'm, I deal with that almost every day. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. that changes in the future. 
Yeah, I know. I heard, I think it was yesterday, the 27th, maybe. I think Lufthansa canceled all of their flights in Frankfurt and Munich, which is like their hubs. And it's like yeah. the largest airline in Europe. And it, 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 I mean, because of summer strikes, because of ground crew yeah. strikes, and it affected like 130,000 passengers. And yes. so, I, I mean, you know, there's, then there's that that kind of perennial problem of the strikes of the, you know, the workers um, sure. that, you know, they they are it's during the summer. And so it's busy and, and they have their their contract wants and needs that they're looking to get fulfilled. And sure. um, that also added, I'm sure, to the lines at uh, the airports in Europe uh, yesterday, Absolutely. especially. <laughs> so and Dr. Jones, Absolutely. you actually just came back from a trip to Italy with students, um, which it sounds really and I, we had talked about that in the spring, how you were planning this trip. Can you mm -hmm. tell us about what was like there? Um, what it was like to fly there and back how it went for you, particularly with a large group? Um, what worked well? Were there any challenges as far as logistics? And um, how are the airlines maybe a little different this time around? Yeah, so uh, interesting, because I was terrified. <laughs> Take my first group after COVID. I was obviously you know, really excited, but uh, really very nervous after I started watching all the reports on the news. Um, luckily, we we actually left in May, the end of May. And so in some ways, it was really only college students that were out yet. So you didn't have to deal with a lot of the high, uh, you know, kind of K through 12 families traveling. So I think we got a little bit lucky on that in that uh, way. Um, I honestly do not have, uh, I did not have an experience that's characteristic of what's going on right now. We flew with Emirates. Uh, mm -hmm. Because I'm a travel professor, we arrived at that airport four hours before our flight and made sure that all <laughs> those students got through. Um, Emirates was actually very good. They got us through with no problems. Security line was actually not that long um, when we went through, and I think it's because we had like just gone through so early, and so it really, it really wasn't bad. There was a delay in our flight, but it was nothing like what people are experiencing. It was no different than what I think we would have experienced in the past. So I do have to say, like, big shout out to Emirates in that way. Uh, we really did have a good experience both going there and coming back. I did want to mention that I used coming back, um, the security coming back into JFK was extremely uh, heavy going through and we used the, it's called the mobile passport control app. Mm -hmm. And you could put your information in before we literally went to the front of the line, there was this whole line snaked, you know, of people and we're, we almost didn't believe it. Like, okay, but you know, if we use this app, did it work? And they said, yes, absolutely. This is your line. So we flew through customs. It was unbelievable. I couldn't That's believe great. it. So this is not characteristic of, you know, some of our personal travel and things uh, that we've had more recently. And, um, but I do have to say in that particular, it was, it was very welcoming to uh, see that it was pretty smooth for us. But um, yeah, that's not what I'm have experienced in my own personal travel and, and my children have been traveling lately. And it's it's all the all of the things that Ellen just mentioned, right? Canceled flights, changes in flights. You know, even when you book early, they cancel your flight, they rechange it, rebook it like four and five times. So um, mm -hmm. there are some big challenges right now. And we just got really lucky. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard, I know I was, uh, I was hearing that actually, um, which it's, I mean, I've been there a lot, um, and it's usually a very nice airport to travel through, but I've always had a good experience, shout out, but um, Toronto Pearson has been 
one of the worst yeah Yeah. oh I know oh the six hour lines and the then the closed the closed counter when you finally get up there and like I mean people have like had it I think their peak was like it was like 66 percent of flights were delayed I mean it was like and it's usually again a nice airport you know like I've always had a great experience smooth as butter but it has not been the I think it's gotten a little better but it's not been then I think like what you're both saying it's so staff shortages that's yeah. really I mean, them. we just went to Nova Scotia on the ferry and oh, yeah. the line getting off. I mean, they know what time that ferry comes in every day and the line getting through customs was it was ridiculous. And there was probably only like 100 cars. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, but I mean, it, it's like you said, it's shortages. It's it's a lot of struggles right now. I really feel for people working in the industry. Oh, so. yeah, for sure. Yeah, which actually, I mean, I think that's a nice opportunity for um, a year end for Q4 to reward those um, those hardworking employees with gifts and, you know, mm-hmm. things shipped to their homes and a nice high end mm-hmm. gifts because they really they really deserve it this year. Um, yes. So once you finally, you know, deal with the airline situation, you finally arrive where you're going. Um, we're talking about hotels. I know it's been a tough few years for hotels specifically because of staff shortages, but also they're competing with services like Airbnb, right? And that's been a, that's been a long time, a long term thing. But it it does seem to me like an area of interesting um, uh, opportunities for promo product potential, and and it seems like they're maybe still struggling with scaling back up staff wise to meet this client demand for service. Ellen, I know we've talked about that before. Um, what has the situation been re- recently at hotels or resorts? Um, what are clients kind of reporting back to you? What are you giving clients a heads up about? It's not quite 2019, right? Not going to get that yeah. 2019 experience <laughs> quite yet. But how, how are hotels doing right now as far as serving clients that are coming through? Well, I, I know they do the best that they can. And I, I basically let clients know to um, kind of set their expectations. You, you need to be patient right now when you're traveling. Um, the hotels, the staff that's there does an awesome, they do the best they can. Things are different. Most, most resorts and hotels now, um, housekeeping is by request. They prefer not to, you know, it it helps with the staffing shortage. And, and a lot of people are fine with that. I know when I travel, I don't need somebody to come in my room and make my bed every day. I'm, you know, I'm okay with it. Ask for some towels if you need them. But, um, but I think that the, I, I feel for the resorts and the, and the hotels. I did work in the hotel industry for several years as well. So I know, I know how um, challenging it is to begin with. And right now it's even more of a challenge with people. We, I was just recently at a, at a hotel and, um, you know, someone called in Well, they're already short staffed and then someone calls in, but the people that were there, the, the employees that are there do an awesome job. I, I really do think I think they do a great job. Um, I just, I, people need to set their expectations a little bit differently. I, even myself, when I'm recommending resorts to stay at now, so I'm getting a lot of, a lot of people going to the all-inclusives because they can't, it's still difficult to cruise. Um, so there's, I'm getting a lot more all-inclusive requests and I don't use my, my old go-tos. I check you need to check things are different at all the resorts. So do a lot of research and check reviews and check with my fellow agents and, and uh, before I make any recommendations. But I really think it's, it's still, you know, it's absolutely people are going and they're having a good time. There's a lot of people that, um, like, like you said, they're, they're anxious to get out. It's been a couple of years. And so they're, the people that are willing to kind of set their expectations a little bit differently are having a great time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's the summer. And this is the time to go, right? Like sure. if you're going to go, you're going to go, or you're going to be waiting at least another year to take that yes. vacation, you know, <laughs> some people are going to do it. Um, and Dr. Jones, when you were in, in uh, Europe, um, Italy, I know was very shut down as far as COVID mm-hmm. and it was really hard to get back with the testing and making sure everything was, everybody was negative. Um, but as far as the uh, hotels and restaurants, when you were there, was there enough staff? to keep up with demand were they were they struggling was it kind of tough for them to keep up with the um the clients that were coming through what did that kind of look like and you were there for a while so you could kind of see the pattern there while you were there yeah sure so um we're very fortunate that for the most part of our stay we're actually on a campus so we actually have a physical campus there so our students you know, for the most part, stay in Prado, Italy. However, we do go, we, you know, we go to Venice, we go to Rome. And so what I found um, interesting about the hotels is that you really had to book quite far in in advance. So we were looking for a hotel in Rome that was within our budget, um, you know, about a month and a half before. And even that was a bit of a challenge. Some of the places that we had traditionally stayed at were either not available anymore, or they were already booked. Um, and that was the same for restaurants as well. There was probably two or three restaurants that we had to switch because um, they just were either already booked or they just were, they actually weren't taking big parties, some of them. Um, they just couldn't accommodate that with some of the staffing. Uh, so those are the big things that I noticed um, in terms of at the actual hotels. I mean, we really stayed in, in you know, kind of quick overnight hotels because we were traveling through. But um, it seemed like the staffing was okay. But what I would, you know, comment on and what I've seen in our industry and talking to our colleagues is that people are exhausted and um, the people that are have stayed in the industry or have jumped into the industry, which is a challenge right now, um, they're pretty they're pretty worn down, right? A lot of them have been there since during COVID and, and just been through this awful ordeal for two years and doing everything. And now they're, you know, now there's a boom and people want to be there. So um, and then the last thing I would just note, some of my students traveled a lot. They have the weekends off and they were looking to travel. And a lot of them usually would travel outside of Italy and go to, you know, you're in Europe, you're going to go to Germany or other places. Most of them did not do that this year. They, they actually chose to stay in Italy because the international flights, those cheap, you know, cheaper prices were gone. They're really expensive to fly. Uh, there were a lot of strikes with Ryanair. There were some strikes with transportation. So um, it really posed, in some ways, I thought it was kind of nice because then they they actually explored places of Italy they may not have done if mm. they had, you know, gone without that all in place. But yeah, it was pretty, it was interesting for me to see that. And um, both Airbnb and hotels, they said, were hard to find reasonable prices. Mm. Students are typically looking for Airbnb, right? Because they right. can share and um, that's just that generation. But um, even that, they said, was really difficult, um, to find things were just booked up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's the other thing. If you can find it's, you know, if you can find the accommodations, it's like you have to book really way in advance. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing maybe even to spend a little more if you really yes. want to go. Yeah, I know it's, it's, yeah, you really have to want to, to want to go right now. There's a lot of headwinds. Um, and, and speaking of that, Ellen, have you noticed that even though like we've been saying that it's the summer, people want to travel, this may be the first time in a couple of years they've gone anywhere. Um, have you noticed that consumers, because of what's happening, um, have you noticed that customers are pulling back or, you know, postponing trips again because of the situation they're hearing about? Um, we now have these renewed, possibly another COVID variant. There's that kind of coming up again. 
Um, have you noticed that clients have, have pulled back in, in recent weeks or are they still pretty gung-ho about going? I think there's two different mindsets. I, I find um, some of my older clients, the, the, the retirees, um, they've, they have a mindset now. They're just going, they're going to go. They're going to, yeah. they're going to do it while they can, since we all know at any time, you know, the rug can get pulled out. And so they, and they have the money and they're, they're, they're actually taking their big bucket list trips now they're booking them and and they're they're open to you know things might have to change flights change um but they're going and then there's the other mindset of people that you know they're concerned not only about the new covid variant that they're talking about but also the economy um so you know it just i i think it's really just depends on where they are in life um a lot of i have a i have i have a, a family that's been trying for two years now or almost three to go to italy and mm. there's 24 of them and oh. so they've decided to go next year and even that is difficult like i'm it's it's hard i i don't know that um big groups are are getting harder to book mm -hmm. even that far out so mm -hmm. um they're flexible, so we'll we'll work it out, and they'll get there hopefully. <laughs> That's great. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I, I do think there's just two different kind of mindsets about it, and and also people are um, changing. Like I have, you know, a lot of a lot of my cruisers are are open to land now. They're they're mm -hmm. doing the all inclusives, and so yeah, I'm I'm optimistic, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think yeah. a lot of people are, and they they, they just want to travel, and it's been a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, I, I meant to ask you too. What is um what is the cruise situation looking like right now? Because that's mm -hmm. a huge that's a huge subset of our our um our members who serve promo products. Mm -hmm. That's a huge subset of their market. Is like you know I I specialize in travel and hospitality, particularly cruises. Like that's my thing, and like I I have relationships with cruise lines and all of that. Um, what has the uh, what has the cruising looked like in recent in recent weeks months? Well, um, it's, you know, it's coming back and it's changing every day. Mm. I just got some, you know, information today. Royal Caribbean is, is the, the, um, the vaccine, the, the COVID testing requirements are starting to change little by little. Um, it's still up and down. Princess Cruises um, sort of kind of buckled down a little bit more. Um, so it just, it's every day. I, I actually, when people call me, I can't answer their questions like where I used to be able to just answer right away. I check everything because it literally is changing day by day, okay. sometimes within that same day. So, um, so people want to cruise and I've been on three cruises in the last year. Wow. Uh, each one is a little bit different. The first one I did was with the, actually with the CDC when they were doing the, the pre-cruise testing. Um, and that was interesting because only 800 people on board with a full crew and, you know, it was amazing. Wow. Went wow. again for a training, there was 1500. And then I just went recently for a full ship. And um, again, a little bit of glitches here and there. I just tell people to, you know, keep their expectations um, realistic because it's not quite the same as it was before, but clearly it was a full ship. People want to cruise and they're willing to, they're willing to do what they need to do to, to get yeah. there. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it'll, it'll come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, like we've said so many times, like people, especially Americans, we're like, we're a traveling people. We mm -hmm. love to be able to travel if it's, you know, cross mm -hmm. state lines or overseas. Like 
we are a, a people on the move. We like to we like to travel. We like having new experiences. It's really important to us. So, like you said, I, I think yeah, it's it's going to come back. It's just going to take a little while. Mm -hmm. um, and and actually, you know, Dr. Jones, I was curious about because you're in a unique position where you have you know you have students who are, who are majoring in this and they're mm -hmm. looking to you and saying like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like this is wild. And, and, yeah. and it shows how like the, the travel hospitality industry, it's so complex and there's mm -hmm. so many interwoven parts and there's the domino effect at all times. And mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's fascinating, but at the same time, it's like, there are real people, you know, who mm -hmm. are working in this industry and it's, it's hard on them. You know, it's hard on their yeah. bodies. It's hard mentally. Um, but what have you, what have you been, you know, talking to your students about as far as what the situation is kind of looking like long-term and how, you know, how has this been a teachable moment for you? Yeah. So it's certainly been a challenge, right. To be in a classroom where your industry is completely 100% shut down, um, mm. for a very long time, really. And, um, but, you know, we, I also teach entrepreneurship and we say, uh, a lot of really awesome inventions and, and cool things come about some of these, uh, difficult times. And, and that's actually when we've seen some of the coolest changes in, in a lot of industries actually is when something happens like this. So a lot of the, you know, not having to touch anything, being able to check yourself in a lot of those things, I think, um, are interesting to watch because I think they're going to stick around, um, in terms of the students, this is honestly kind of the best time to get into the industry because there's demand, right? So, when, you know, the demand, we already know that people are going to want to travel again. And um, we, we're seeing that as a problem right now, right? There's not enough people. So the, it's a good problem to have when you have everyone beating down your door for students, right? The challenge is to convince them that it's still a good industry to work in. And um, I do think that our industry has to do a little bit better in how we treat employees and um, thinking about those long hours and the pay and things like that. Um, I think there probably needs to be a little bit of an adjustment in some areas compared to, you know, a student comes out of my program as a manager, um, still has to get a ton of experience in a lot of areas before they might walk into, you know, a high level management position, whereas some of their other students are going into other industries and, and walking right in into those higher level jobs. So I, I think there's a, you know, a lot that needs to happen in our industry, but in terms of the students, I'm still very positive about it. I love to travel. I don't, even during COVID, you know, I would do things to try to, um, I would connect them with student people from all around the world. And it actually gave me an opportunity, like, you know, people that I'd met at resorts, they could do Zoom sessions with them. They would have never been able to do that, you know, if, if they were working because they've been too busy. So yeah, there's, it's definitely been challenging, but um, I just keep telling them, this is the best time to get in. The jobs are there and people want you. And um, it is a good industry to work in. You know, if you love people and you love seeing people excited about, you know, spending time with family or getting where they need to go, then this is the right industry for you. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah, I can attest to that. And, and you're right. I have actually have some new associates that just joined my my um, business and it's a great time. It, it yeah. really is. It, it'll, you know, this is the time to get in. It's going to boom. I know it's going to boom. Like it, yeah. it's you know, and, and people want to travel and it's a great industry. It's a fun industry. And yeah. um, so it hasn't been so much fun, you know, the last couple of years, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. As far as being able to reach people everywhere, I, I, um, I'm actually working on a, on a pretty um, amazing cruise right now um, down the Nile. And I've been in touch with Egyptologists that are going to go with, along with us. Oh. So it's, 
yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do that a couple of years ago. Right, right. <laughs> so we, it's... All, we all zoomed and it, you know, it, it, it worked out. Yeah, it's actually oh, that's uh, so cool. not to promote it, but, you know, it's a murder mystery. It's really going to be cool. <gasps> what? <laughs> when is this? Oh, my god! Yeah, gosh. it's going to be pretty amazing. I'm excited so about it. Cool. Uh, yeah. Maybe I need to do it as a research. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, same. Me, I'll send you the information. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to allow us to hide the clues in the temples. And yeah, it's going to be an amazing, amazing cruise. This sounds so, yeah. awesome. See this right here. This is what I need as my um, pitch to new students, right? That's right. right. <laughs> this is why you did it. Yeah. No, I, I think that's so interesting because, and it really does tie back into, again, you know, promo products, experiential marketing, like it's not just about, oh, DIY your trip, which, which there is, there's definitely a, a space for that. Mm -hmm. But I think now travel is changing and it's going to be mm -hmm. like, we're going to have this tour for you, but it's going to have this extra oomph. It's going to have this mm -hmm. extra spice and mm -hmm. it's going to make it like a really like a, a once in a lifetime opportunity sure. to have a murder mystery Nile River it. tour like yes. <laughs> with with the actual like you know yes. the the wonders of the world involved like right. that's 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 how travel is going to change to to um keep bringing back people and give them new experiences that's sure. that's awesome um ellen yeah. what are you thinking um what is the rest of your um the, the year looking like as far as what clients are asking about the trips they're taking um going into you know christmas hanukkah new years sure. that whole that whole thing um what are people looking at as far as where they're where they're asking you to to book them for um mostly it's the right now the all-inclusives i do have quite a few people calling um as as the as things are changing protocols are changing with the cruise lines i have a lot of family groups wanting to go away for the holidays okay. um i think that it's been so long and many of them you know there's still people that haven't really seen each other for quite a while so they're looking to put together um trips where the whole family goes for like christmas i've been in a lot of requests for for um the holiday season for christmas hanukkah new year's um so yeah i'm looking forward to that and um and then into the next into the following year i, I have a lot on the books for 2023 so you can tell your students, Dr. Jones, yes. it's a good time to get into the industry. <laughs> Listen, I teach intro. I'm definitely having you come in as a guest speaker. Okay, that'd be great. I'd love to do that. Zoom in in class. That'd be great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I uh, I was I was wondering too, um, to, to finish off the conversation, Dr. Jones, do you have any um, suggestions maybe for possible um, promo product sales, branded merchandise, um, you know, could be like at gift shops, but maybe, you know, things that you'd use on your trip, you know, as far mm -hmm. as like tools or convenient items, like what, what did you kind of maybe see on your, on your most recent trip? Um, do you have any suggestions for companies in this space? Yeah. So definitely, um, learning how to pack light, right? Mm -hmm. So the less luggage you have, the less likely it is to get lost. <laughs> um, and most places you're going has stuff, right. That if you really desperately forgot something, I think this is one of the things for my students. I said, you know, Italy has been around for a long time, longer than here. So if you forgot a toothbrush, you can buy it there. So <laughs> I really just, you know, remind people that, um, packing, learning how to pack light and any of those kind of suitcase companies that can give us little promotions and and tips on, on how to maximize that, I think is really great. Uh, the other thing is, is I really think that people now are looking from, for something local, right? They're mm. kind of tired of like the same keychains, And uh, I think t-shirts are still 
you know, always something that they're going to want to get, but kind of something that, you know, represents something local. And I think Italy does a really good job with this. So, you know, when you go to Rome, it's going to be uh, certain kinds of products that they're going to promote to Florence's leather and, you know, different kind of stationery. So really capturing what it is in that local place that uh, makes it special and then selling that. Um, I know when I go home, it's always like all of the treats that I can get in Canada that I can't get in the United States. So I come back with lots of Smarties and Ringolos and <laughs> certain kinds of chocolate bars. Um, so like really capturing that, right? Like we sometimes take for granted when people coming to places, just silly things like going into a convenience store and what are the treats there that, you know, you wouldn't normally see in, in those other areas. I really think uh, locally sold stuff too is where we're headed, right? People want like a candle or they want um, some of those items that they can say, I, I either saw this made um, and bought it, or I, you know, had an opportunity to see how this was done. And then now I want to bring it back. So mm -hmm. that would be sort of my tips and things um, for people. And then obviously just any kind of travel gear, slip on shoes for going through security, things like that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's little things you don't think about, like tying your sneakers and taking off your belts. Uh, any little things that you can do to minimize the wait times and um, any kind of products that help you past the time when you're kind of waiting for some of these challenges um, is what I would, I guess, recommend. I don't know. Ellen might have some, some more specifics. <laughs> yeah. Ellen, well, what I do still, you think? Do you, and you promote use, your um, branded, company? I used still use branded um, luggage tags for the cruise yeah. lines. Yes. Just people like those. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just regular, you know, um, airline tags with, you know, branded airline tags. But I'm still actually sending people some little personal um, hand sanitizers. They yes. like that. Um, and, and some masks. I'm, I, I'm almost out of masks. And I don't know that I'll be giving those out much more anymore because some people are, they're, 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 they have enough. Yeah, they're tired of them, <laughs> yeah, right? They have enough masks <laughs> right now. So, um, but yeah, there's still, I do, I actually like, I, I just started getting some of the, um, um, wraps like um, bands to put around your luggage in case oh. in case it pops open you know because yeah. people are trying to stuff as much as they can into their <laughs> luggage I know I do that right. <laughs> so um, yeah there's a there's a lot of still a lot of things out there I'm trying to and I am trying to come up with something different and clever so anybody has if you have any any um, Sarah if you know anybody that you know has a company that can help me out I would love that I just something different yeah. Yeah. I love I the idea of the packing cubes. Like you were saying, Dr. Jones, yes. about like traveling lightly and being able yeah. to do like a long trip with a carry on. If you're yes. going to like do trains, cause you're yes. not lugging that thing on and off trains through Europe. It's not going to yeah. happen. Right. <laughs> right. Um, you just, Ellen just reminded me, um, our students, it was kind of funny to watch all of the different tags that they put on their suitcases. It's almost like they tried to get the most wild and crazy <laughs> color or, and it was great because, you know, be like, Oh, that's Lisa's bag or, Oh, that's right. so bag. And, um, so I think like almost like more like fun and different, um, that makes things stand out, I think would be great. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think another area of, um, excuse me, um, you know, trying to differentiate is the hotels trying to bring back more clients into their rooms instead of people booking with Airbnb, because there are definitely things that hotels offer that Airbnbs 
don't. And, you know, it's like you can have a unique experience in a local's home. Like I, I, I've done it. I totally get it. I did it in Europe. It was great. I had no complaints. But, you know, hotels offer a little more security, you know, the 24-7 desk. They offer, you know, a little more protection that way. They offer more amenities. And so I think that you can, um, and I know there's been some companies like Hilton has had a, a recent ad campaign to start bringing people back to hotels more. Um, but one of the things that I, and I actually don't know if they still do it or if maybe it was like a COVID Maybe they suspended it during COVID, but the double tree has, and it sounds silly and it's, you know, it doesn't sound like that big of a deal, but I'll tell you after a long trip, when you get to check in and they have that warm chocolate chip cookie in the little bag, <laughs> I mean, that's it. Like I, I'm like, I'm a double tree person for life. Like those that it's so simple, but they keep it warm somewhere. And that little like slip pack and yes. it's just, that's a, that's a, a food gift in a, in a promote, in a bag that's branded. And mm -hmm. you just gave somebody like a really, really nice, it's a nice gesture once you've had like a long trip and you just want to get to your room and you have your cookie in hand. It's the best. Like there are yeah. just definitely ways to promote hotels. Mm -hmm. um, and I think too, like they're saying now that restaurant swag is really big. So people yes. will go to like, you know, the hard rock for a long time has been, you know, I went to hard rock in, in Maui mm -hmm. or wherever, you know, those cities um, or States, but um They'll have like, you know, maybe like even independent breweries or, or barbecue joints will have mm -hmm. a lot of swag at their restaurants mm -hmm. and people love to, you know, they're fashion forward. They have a nice soft hand. People love to wear that when they get back from their trips. Um, yeah. Just a lot of different ways. It's not just, you know, the airlines and hotels are one thing. Um, but it's also, you know, there's recreational areas that have opportunity mm -hmm. for promo. And now we're seeing a lot with like, mini trash cans for cars or like emergency kits. And like, those would be great for rental cars, you yeah, know, to have sure. like a branded, a branded mini trash can for like your family road trip. So it's not all over the car and you have to clean it out at the end. You can just put it in that can. Sure. Um, but yeah, there's a lot, there's still, even though the industry is changing, there's still, I think a lot of opportunity for, for promo products and items that have to do with travel. And of course, you know, those, those luggage bands and the, the tags are perennial favorites. People can't go anywhere without those. So those are very right. important. Um, mm. But yes, I really pre re appreciate both of you for being here today. We appreciate your time. And for more information on the travel market and sales opportunities, please head to asicentral.com slash news. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you both. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye.